This is the Teacher Mindset Coach Podcast, episode number 30. Hey, teachers, welcome to the podcast where we do the hard work to uplevel ourselves and have fun along the way. I'm your host, Ashley Wolf, and I'm here to help you rock your world with mindset stories, strategies, and skills that you've probably never been taught before. Let's do the damn thing. Hello, teachers. It's good to talk to you again today. I'm a little bit late in publishing this particular episode, and I was just really, really honest when I chose the title of this one. Yesterday was Mother's Day, and it was a heavy one for me for a lot of different reasons. Number one, it was the first Mother's Day without my mother. Many of you know she passed away September of 2021, and even though we've gone through Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, my birthday and her birthday, it seems like the heaviest day was yesterday. And it was, of course, Mother's Day. Also going on in my life, one of my coworkers, one of my beloved coworkers, a teacher at my school, passed away on Saturday night into Sunday morning. And so that's been very heavy on my heart. And a close friend of mine is going through a divorce. And so it's like, well, shit. <laughs> Life, why you got to be so hard? Why do you have to be so heavy? And so I bet that you have something heavy going on for you too. I mean, I can almost make a guarantee because that's how life is. And so today I wanted to talk about what I did. <laughs> Not necessarily like what I did on my mother's day, but what I did that I felt was right for me in response to all this heaviness that is in my life at the moment and how different I am in response to harder times now that I know what I know. Before I take you into this pretty short and sweet, simple uh, episode talking about how I was and still am dealing with this heaviness, I wanted to let you know that I have been so bold as to reach out to Teachers Pay Teachers and I want to ask them, and I did ask them, to partner with me so that I can start, you know, writing guest blogs and writing uh, sections in their newsletter, if they have a newsletter, I don't receive one yet, um, about resources for teachers instead of for teachers, but for students. That's really my whole aim here when I create resources, which I love doing like workbooks and content information for you to get your hands on print out and let, read through and work through. I've created a teacher's paid teacher's account, teacher mindset coach, Ashley Wolf, go follow me, please. I know all of y'all are on teachers paid teachers. Okay. <laughs> so go find me, follow me. My, my, um, 
profile picture is you can't miss it. It's like the same photo shoot as I had my podca- my podcast cover on. And so I, um, I reached out to them because they have mindset and social emotional learning tools and resources for student use on their blog just recently. And so they said, reach out if you think we should put something on our blog. And I was like, yeah, you should put my stuff on your blog <laughs> because my whole aim is for teachers to use my resources for their own benefit. I believe and I know for a fact teachers have countless amounts of resources to use for their students at their fingertips. And I think that it's high time that we have these types of resources available for teachers to use for their own personal and professional benefit as normally as we do to benefit students. So if I don't hear from them in the next few days, I'm going to reach out again in whatever way I can, because I, I really want to get my information out there. My Give Burnout the Boot freebie is a freebie on Teachers Pay Teachers. Go snag it and follow me. I think that would be so much fun. <laughs> right now I'm at one follower and it's me. <laughs> and so my goal is to get a 100 followers by... Let's make it a big audacious goal. So 100 followers by the end of May. So by the end of the school year for a lot of us, please help me spread the word about my Teachers Pay Teachers account, Teacher Mindset Coach, Ashley Wolf. I would like to get 100 followers by the end of May. So we all have about, you know, three weeks. So in dealing with this heaviness of my first Mother's Day without my mother, and my coworker passing away and my friend going through a divorce. All of this just kind of swirling around in my head, my brain fixating on some of it, especially the passing of my coworker. I can't go into details just because, you know, that is, that is their business, but it was just something that was not a surprise, but it was a surprise. And the divorce of my friend, it, it was a surprise, but it wasn't a surprise. And it's like, damn, this is just heavy. And and this is on Mother's Day. And it's the day that I'm just thinking about, you know, thoughts like I will never receive another Mother's Day card from my mother again. And I will never be able to send another Mother's Day card to my mother again. And one of the biggest things that I did as far as a strategy for myself. And I mean, I didn't write this out or plan this or anything. It really was just moment to moment. What am I going to do with myself on my heavy mother's day is I just allowed the emotion to be there, whatever it was, whether it was um, anger, whether it was grief, a lot of it was grief, whether it was, um, just almost a feeling of like, gosh, am I slipping into a depression? Even when I had thoughts like, am I slipping into a depression? I just allowed it to be there. I didn't struggle against it. I didn't resist. I didn't say should. For example, I did not say I should be having a great day simply because it's Mother's Day, 
right? It's almost an automatic thing. Like we wish people happy Mother's Day. I hope it's a great one. Happy birthday. I hope it's the best day of your life. And even though that's so automatic and so socially acceptable, I didn't even for a second beat myself up for feeling shitty on Mother's Day for a number of reasons. Just like today, I'm not going to beat myself up if I'm still feeling it. So when I was in bed, just laying in in bed, which is something I do not do. If you know me, I am always up working on something. I was just laying in bed and I wasn't asleep, wasn't necessarily tired, but I didn't want to get up out of bed. My brain was like, oh, these are the danger signs of depression. You should get up out of bed right now. I was like, no. No. So I answered myself whenever my, whenever my brain started to be like, this is, this is the danger zone. These are red flags. You should know to stop yourself. I just simply allowed it. I stopped the resistance and I stopped shooting myself. I should be in a better mood. I should be spending time with my son. I should be showered and looking good. I should be over hanging out with my dad. So when those types of statements came up in my brain, I just allowed them to come and go. I don't know if I've shared this analogy before with you, but Byron Katie, who is an author of many books, but one of my favorites is Loving What Is, she describes thoughts as clouds. Like when you look at clouds, especially a recording of clouds that's on like high speed, they seem to appear and disappear into nothingness and out of nothingness. It's like they're just there one moment and gone the next without a trace. That's kind of how she talks about thoughts. Thoughts can just come and go. And whenever we start to realize that they do just come and go, that is their nature, then we stop giving such weight to every single thought. Before coaching, I thought that my thoughts were just truth. (laughs) And now I know I can be very picky in choosing which ones I'd like to hang on to, which thoughts I'd like to create as a result in my life, and which thoughts are just my brain trying to scare me into possibly staying the same. And so I just feel like the should thoughts of I should be having a good Mother's Day are the ones that I let go of the quickest because I was backing it up with, no, I should be experiencing this right this second. The circumstances are neutral. Colleague passing away, friend going through a divorce, first mother, first mother's day without my mother. Those are neutral circumstances. They don't tell me what to think. And not everybody going through this is going to be thinking and feeling exactly the same thing. And I don't want to be happy about any of these things. And so I never pressured myself yesterday and I won't do it today. Didn't pressure myself at all to feel a certain way that I wasn't feeling at the moment. Because I also know that my feelings inside my body, my emotions are caused by what I'm thinking. And the pain of my first Mother's Day without my mother does not need to be worsened by the suffering of my thoughts that I shouldn't 
feel bad. The pain of losing a coworker, even though it was not a surprise, does not need to be layered with suffering as I obsess about how wrong it is that the world has lost such an amazing person. And the pain of seeing my friend with her family going through a divorce, I want her to not be in pain. I want her marriage to be okay. I want them to be back together, but that adds to the suffering that that's not the truth of what's going on. So me accepting what is and then loving what is, is what I'm going through at the moment. I don't love any of these circumstances in my life, but I sure am accepting that that's what they are. And so if you have heavy days in front of you or you're going through them right now, because we all will, throwing glitter on it is not going to make anything but a sad day with glitter or a pile of shit that is bejeweled. (laughs) Forcing ourselves into happiness when all we feel is heaviness is just a lie. And we need to start normalizing, especially amongst teachers, that having heavy days is just as normal as having a happy day. And that there is no rushing out of it that is necessary, especially for the sake of others to feel better. I think that's what this situation with my friend who is going through a divorce has taught me. I want them to be back together so that I can feel better about their family dynamic. And of course, after learning some of the details Now it's like, whoa, no, I don't want them back together. And it was never up to me to begin with. And I know this. But before coaching, I probably would have obsessed on how can I help them get back together because I'm the type of person that thinks I can fix all the things that are problems in my mind. But it's not my business, first and foremost. My business is to be a friend to my friend. And so that's all I really have for you today. If you're going through heaviness, my suggestion would be allow it to be there. Allow yourself to feel exactly what you're feeling. And honestly, allow yourself to do exactly what you're doing. So, so what I took the trash out on Mother's Day. So what I swept the floor on Mother's Day. So what I washed a dish on Mother's Day. I wanted the damn dish to be clean. So you know what? I fucking washed it. (laughs) I'm just saying like all the judgment that we pile onto ourselves can be something quite curious and quite fascinating to look at as the part of like, not necessarily like beating ourselves up and questioning why, but just getting like super scientific and curious about like, okay, why do I think I need to sit on the couch in my hoodie with a pizza and a glass of wine and a remote all in my hands because I saw it on a meme. That's someone else's Mother's Day. What's my Mother's Day going to be this year? And my Mother's Day was really heavy, spent most of the day in bed. I actually took a shower, which I was very proud of. 
And uh, I hugged on my my son. I spent time with my dad and my husband. And I was honest with my husband when he said, hope you had a good day. And I said, it's the worst Mother's Day I think I've ever had. And that's okay. So go forth and have a great week. We are counting down the weeks to school. Go find me on Teachers Pay Teachers and forward my link to like 10 of your friends. Help me get to that goal of 100 followers by the end of May 2022. And I will see you guys next week. Love you. Bye. If you got something out of today's show, I invite you to subscribe so you never miss a future episode. I'd also love to see you in the Teacher Mindset Coach Facebook group so we can nerd out on mindset work as a community of badass teachers. And remember, you can always email me at coachwithwolf, W-O-L-F-E, at gmail.com. Now go be awesome. See you next time.